0: welcome to the
1: pi podcast
0: the pi podcast is brought to you by elijah stephen accept your greatness follow at elijah stephen spelled e-l-i-j-a-h-s-t-e-p-h-e-n on instagram and facebook keep following the pi podcast concerning updates on merchandise by elijah stephen Welcome to the very first episode of the PI Podcast, where we are unedited, uncut, and ready to talk Southern Collegiate Athletics with you, all you loving fried chicken fools out there in the South. I'm Parker. I am Ivan. And together we'll bring you the PI Podcast. Alrighty, Ivan. Um, What's first up on the agenda today?
1: First up,
0: it is... Let's let's talk a little, uh, let's talk a little Old Miss, um... Football, basketball, Um, if many of you don't know, um, we are some Old Miss fans. We're going to try to bring you the most unbiased. Biased opinions. The most unbiased, biased opinions we possibly can. Okay. With football, um, everybody knows we just got our sanctions the other day. Um, One more year of no bowls. Of no bowls. We're not going bowling. But that's fine. Um, Honestly... The whole Shea Patterson thing's come up the past few days, and
1: I really think—well, I didn't see it coming for one. Did you, Evan? I did not. I saw honestly. I saw Teamu transferring before Shea Patterson. C- crazy. Honest. It would be unethical almost for
0: us to do this to Shea, but if he could buy into maybe a red shirt for this year, maybe let Teamu play out his senior year, and Shea come back with three more years of eligibility. That would set the Ole Miss program up, honestly, I think, maybe up to the top ten national championship football. What do you think?
1: No, there's no way. Shea, after starting for two years, the true freshman, true sophomore, he will not sit out a year. He wants to play.
0: I agree for the most part. That's
1: why he might transfer. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Honestly, I don't think anybody was expecting Tayamu to come out like that and play the kind of football that Ta'amu started to play.
1: He's a gunslinger, that's for sure.
0: He's a gunslinger. Everybody likes him. Honestly, the most important person I think likes him is Matt Luke does. Um, and that's honestly another subject that we can move to in here in a second.
1: But honestly, have you heard of any other players transferring? Uh, big big names? That's the, probably the big one out of Ole Miss, Shea Patterson. I, I, I do see some other players coming out, just your normal transfers, freshmen, sophomores that didn't get playing time. Correct, yeah. Go a little smaller schools.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, I really don't want to lose Shay. At the beginning of the year this year, we heard a lot about how much Shea loves the university and how he wasn't going to leave last year. So this whole transfer talk about Shay has honestly surprised me a little bit.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Um, I saw where he's been granted permission to explore transfer, and that, that's just crazy to me. But hopefully everything works out for Shay. Everything works out for everybody else in the Ole Miss side uh, down there in Oxford, Mississippi. And we'll have somewhat of a respectable football team next year, come August September. What do you think?
1: I agree. It was. I mean, we finally got a a permanent head coach. He's, he's going to. The players love him. He's a What do you What coach. do you What do you
0: think about Matt Luke?
1: I like Matt Luke. He's, he brings a lot of passion. He is a true Ole Miss rebel.
0: Um, I I was I was talking about this diving the other day. Honestly, I think in college sports anymore, loyalty to program is is. Doesn't exist anymore. The last time I saw great loyalty to to a coach or a coach to a program that is is Joe Paterno at Penn State. Joe Paterno is never going to leave Penn State. You never heard Joe Paterno's name mentioned in the coaching carousel, and no one even ever tried to go get him. So when I, whenever you hear Matt Luke sit at the uh, stand after he was hired by um, Ross, you he heard him talk about how Ole Miss wasn't a stepping stone how he, this is his dream job. And honestly, I believe it. I think if if Matt Lucan somehow pulled this off, even though he's super unqualified and there's a lot of boosters that are unhappy about his hiring, um, I think he'll be in Oxford for a long, long, long time.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if you saw that video after the Mississippi State game in the Egg Bowl, he's screaming Hottie toddy. He, he had tears in his eyes of how happy he was after that game. You could, you could see the
0: love in his eyes when he was holding that egg bowl and everybody was, everybody was holding Coach Luke and embracing him. And um, honestly, with Coach Luke at the helm, I even, myself, I even tweeted Ross at the AD um, telling him, giving him my peace of mind about how he should hire Matt Luke just because I'm a Matt Luke guy. Anybody that shares that much enthusiasm about a program, any sport, deserves a shot at it, especially when he made the Ole Miss Rebels believe when maybe no one else believed in themselves.
1: I mean, he brought that team after, I mean, there were, what, when did Hugh Freeze leave? A week or two before everything, start, like, season started? Hugh Freeze
0: left in mid-July. I think July. Oh, that's right. That's July right. 9th. That could definitely be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but that might, I think, around, it was, around July. It was
1: the beginning of summer workouts, right, getting into training camp, though.
0: Yeah, Matt Luke did not have any time to do to do anything, really, except help the players talk to the players, you know, help them buy into what he's doing and hopefully hope for the best, you know. I mean he got he got Ole Miss,
1: quote unquote, bowl eligible.
0: And they did win a bowl. They won the egg bowl. They the most the important egg. one. <laughs> that is true. They won the egg bowl. Um moving on a little bit to basketball. Um the Ole Miss Rebels have hiccuped a little bit. Um <laughs> Big to, say, hiccup. to say the least. Um going in about a week ago I was telling Ivan that um, Hopefully, winning every game up until the Virginia Tech game. Besides the game against Utah, the Virginia Tech game in the middle at middle game, we were going to have to win one or the other. We couldn't afford to lose both. So when we lost to South Dakota State, and they tore us up there, that was an insane game for the most part. Terrible loss, though. Terrible loss. Um, people, people have been trying to tell me South Dakota State's a tournament team. They're, they're, they're supposed to win the Valley or whatever they're in, the Summit. I don't know, honestly. Um, but we're Ole Miss, you know, we're in the SEC. We attract SEC talent. Even if that is basketball, we attract athletes, names, you know, we, for sure. We got a guy from Oak Hill this year, Devontae Shuler. So I expect to be teams like that. And I don't think that's... Expecting too much from Ole Miss, you know, to beat the the guy from or South Dakota, you know. I mean, who are they, honestly? Besides a, a a thirteen seed in March.
1: I don't know. I mean, like I said, it was a terrible game. Gave up too many threes. There's one guy tore us up on threes. I th- what was his name? Oh, that's a good question. Dom. Um, Dom. 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 Twenty
0: six points, seven rebounds. Honestly, I thought we were going to win that game until Terrence Davis fouled out there. Terrence Davis just took over towards the end of the game, and that's another thing in general that I think we have so many playmakers on our team that can make plays, but it always seems to fall on Terrence Davis's shoulders.
1: I feel like they're <clears throat> excuse me, they're a little not a little young, but they they have some young players. They haven't played it together in a while or for for a long time. They're playing a lot of street basketball. They're kind of whenever they get the ball, they're just doing their own thing.
0: Not Absolutely,
1: wait, not waiting for the good shot. But uh, but in 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 hindsight,
0: that's old Miss basketball. That's what's attracted so many people to like old Miss basketball is the is the street ball, the the Marshall Henderson pull up three feel. We live and die by the three. That's what makes us such an interesting team to watch. But at some point, that kind of basketball can only get us so high, and we can only miss so many tournaments before. Um, the people of Oxford start to. I feel like that's
1: one thing that separates Ole Miss from like the Kentuckys, the Floridas, the A&M, Texas A&M, the SEC. You you can't pull up too many times or do your own thing. you got to wait, find a good pass, find a great shot, and just play team basketball.
0: And that's what Ole Miss has struggled to do the past few weeks is play team basketball. But as I've told people before, and I'll keep saying, it. Ole Miss has got a lot of talent on the team, a lot more talent than a lot of other teams in the SEC. And I think that if they can pull it together, they are a tournament team come March time. But um, I don't think they can afford four non-conference losses. So upcoming we have middle. We're at middle. That is a must-win game, like I was saying. Um, then after that we have Sam Houston, who's a 5-4 and four team. Hopefully we can pull out a win at that. I expect to. Um, then Illinois State. Hopefully we can pull out a win in that one too. They're only four and four. Then we play Texas A&M Corpus Christi, who's two and five. Then after that is Bradley, who's seven and two. Out of all those teams, and I think the only um, reputable team there is Bradley. The last game before non or before conference starts against South
1: Carolina. Yeah, Illinois State's pretty good. They're not too bad. I saw them in the. I think they were in the Puerto Rico uh, Classic early in the year. They looked all right. I mean, yeah, they're you are 4-4, but, I mean, we shouldn't have lost to San Diego State. Or, sorry, South Dakota we've, State. We've been doing that all week, y'all. Yeah. We have been calling.
0: Even the announcers for ESPN are calling South Dakota State San Diego State. I just want to go
1: to San Diego. That's I just <laughs> San Diego
0: on my mind. I hear you on that
1: but, one. I agree. Uh, we should. There's These games are winnable. I mean, Middle Tennessee should be a great game. Middle was a 15 seed last year. Beat number two Michigan State in the tournament. So it should be a good game this Saturday. Um,
0: I I fully, we will be there in attendance, actually, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. But I fully expect to beat Middle Tennessee. I expect that um, Middle Tennessee does have a good team. I acknowledge that. They are a tournament team come March, I do believe. But I think Old Miss should beat them because I think the talent aspect lies on our side.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting then. Ole Miss, they've dropped the last two by a combined five points. in both in overtime. Both in overtime, yep. And you know those boys from
0: Murfreesboro, boys and girls, like to fill out that uh, stadium there. I think it's the Murphy Center. They like to fill out the Murphy Center um, when SEC schools come to town. Uh, last time Ole Miss was in Middle Tennessee was, in fact, when they beat Marshall Henderson and Co. a few years back. I remember that. Uh, Middle Tennessee also came in to the pavilion last year and beat Ole Miss. At home. They did, yep. But that was uh Middle Tennessee's lost a lot of talent this year though. So I think it should be a little bit better. Still a high
1: tier team in the Conference USA, though. Still high
0: tier. Conference USA is definitely no pushover conference. We've we've seen some teams from Conference USA getting some uh votes for the AP top 25. That's for sure. All right, moving on, uh more broad um aspect here. We're gonna look at the SEC in total. Um topping off the SEC charts, you got Mississippi State.
1: Is that a surprise to you? That is a little surprise for me, honestly. But I mean, they are seven and zero. They on on the flip side, though, they have not been on the road or on an intrasite game. They played at home all seven games. Really? Yep.
0: I think I, I definitely think Middleton or Mississippi State is going to fall off here a little bit. I expect them to. They were voted middle of the pack. They also have a lot of young talent, so we'll see what happens with them. Question, Evan, if when March comes around and we're going to say that the SEC gets five slots into the NCAA tournament, who are your
1: five teams from the SEC you're rocking with? Five teams, Kentucky, can't go wrong, Kentucky, Florida, Texas A&M. I, I, let's see. For me, Auburn's looking good. They they got a good team down there. Bruce Pearl knows what he's doing, had had a good run at Tennessee, but his. With everything going on down there, with the whole <laughs> pay for play, it's, he's, yep. he's got him. And, I don't know, my fifth slot's either Tennessee or Alabama. Alabama had some votes. They, they're out of the top 25. Tennessee's making the top 25.
0: Keep in There's mind, there. people, we've been giving Ivan a hard time all week about, he he's, <clears throat> he's slotting Tennessee at five. I still think Tennessee's going to be in the lower Tier of the SEC come conference play.
1: No, they're they they just got top twenty-four or top twenty-five came come in at twenty-four in the AP. The oh. season is still so young, though. How can you say that? Still, same with Mississippi State. They're seven and zero, and you mean people could say they're the favorites in the SEC.
0: I, so I, I'm going to ride with Florida or Kentucky to win the the conference right now. Honestly, I'm hoping, praying, fingers crossed, toes crossed that Kentucky hiccups here, and we have a repeat of. Was it 2013 an nit trip? I think it was. I think it was 2013. They're not looking too too hot. They're seven and one, but honestly, that seven
1: wins, five or six doesn't come pretty ugly. Oh yeah, the first couple ones they won by two to like cupcake uh, teams almost. I mean, no offense to those teams, they played hard. But it's I guess us as old Miss fans can't be calling any teams <laughs> cupcakes. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we'll take anywhere we can get, right? Um, but hopefully. I think the rest of the SEC, besides Florida, is crossing their fingers and hoping that Kentucky doesn't figure it out the whole season. Um, Hopefully things don't click for them, so we'll see what happens. Missouri is kind of a sad spot of the SEC. I hate that that young guy um, went down. Was it Porter?
1: Yeah, Michael Porter Jr.
0: Michael Porter Jr. I hate that that young man went down. Um, Still
1: number one pick in the NBA draft, for projected at least.
0: Yep. Um, You got Alabama. Alabama, to me, is a 4 or 5. The 4 or 5 in from the SEC Colin Sexton is something else. Um, They lost a game last night to UCF that I did not see coming. I was flipping through the uh, TV channels there trying to find a good um, SEC game to watch. And I went through the uh, Alabama UCF game, and Alabama was up 15 within like the first six minutes of the game. So I just turned it off. Um, Then a good friend told me that Alabama lost, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they didn't blew their lead to UCF like that. But hopefully, I think they'll figure it out. They're really young. Um, I really do think that Alabama will be a four or five in. I do think Tennessee will drop back. I do think Arkansas will move up. I think South Carolina or Vanderbilt will finish last.
1: I think South Carolina – they'll turn around. I mean, they were in the final four last year. I don't think you go from the final four to bottom of your pack in the conference.
0: Uh, they lost uh, a lot of players, though. You they know? did. They lost a lot of players. Frank Martin is a good coach. He runs a solid program over there. But I really do think that – he, I think he's lost a lot of talent. You know, I really do. I think he's lost a lot of talent. They've had some really ugly losses. They lost an exhibition game to uh, Virginia Tech. It was actually by twenty something points.
1: Virginia Tech's looking good though.
0: Uh, pull up South Carolina schedule. Let's see what let's see what they're all about here. Um, I don't. I just don't see him turning it around here. Let's see. Western Michigan, they beat by 18. That was a pretty good win. Illinois, Illinois State, State I, beat told them. Illinois I told you. Illinois State. That is... Can't 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 push over Illinois State. So that's going to be a tough game for Ole Miss coming up. Huh? Yep.
1: Puerto Rico Classic. Or tip off. Yep. Man. I was telling you. Ooh,
0: South Carolina played Western Michigan twice? Already, yeah. I just saw that. That's weird. It was probably one of them tournaments or whatever. Then they got beat the brakes off. Temple beat the brakes off of them. Look at that. 76-60. Hmm. They beat UMass only by Six. six. Go up real quick. I think they beat FIU by 8 or 17, Utah by a lot. I don't know. They've had – it looks from the scores. I haven't watched any of their games, but it looks by the scores. They've had a lot of good reputable ones. They've had a few bad ones and a few close ones.
1: But um, I think – I guess they're a mystery. I'm telling you, I think Frank Martin, I guess like you said, he's a good coach. He runs a solid program. and He might be able to turn around and become conference play.
0: Very well, might he might as well. The first game for South Carolina and Old Miss coming to conference play December 31st is a South Carolina Old Miss. That'll be the first SEC conference game. Two teams that are kind of picked lower tier SEC. That'll be a good first win for either one of the programs. Hopefully, it falls on our side. Hopefully, our boys can figure it
1: out. hope so, it could, could set the tone for the rest of conference play.
0: Um, kind of going back to Old Miss basketball. Um, Andy Kennedy mentioned to the team about playing with a sense of urgency, coming out of the gate and not laying back, waiting for the other team to strike first. Um, I think that's essential coming up here in Middle Tennessee. If Middle Tennessee comes out to a big lead um, and Ole Miss is away, I think it's going to be tough to claw back, especially at the Murphy Center. Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: the last game, Virginia Tech, I mean, Ole Miss, they started off like 10-0 run or something like
0: that. 16-point lead they blew. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. They started off quick, but towards the end they took the.
0: The foot off the gas pedal. And I think what happens is we get in foul trouble. Mark Canvas Hyman is just a solid forward for us. And the second Mark Canvas Hyman gets gets out of the game and they put Bruce Stevens in, it just seems like everything kind of falls apart. And that's no, no diss at Bruce Stevens, but Mark Canvas Hyman is just solid for us. And I don't think we have anybody that's a, a direct replacement to him. Also, I'd really like to see Brian Tyree play a lot better. Um, he's been hiccuping. I'd like to see DeAndre Burnett play better. Somebody besides Markel Crawford or Terrence Davis step up um, when we need him the most. Devontae schuler has been playing insane. What do you think about that? Uh, it's
1: great. Hard to believe he's a true freshman.
0: Hard to believe he is a true freshman. Right out of Oak Hill, y'all. Good player. I think he has a bright future with Ole Miss. I hope he stays all four years. If he does, I think he'll be in Ole Miss great. I agree. All right, let's move on to uh, we're going to move on to football a little bit. What do you think about the uh,
1: selection committee's top four teams? In see, I agree with the four. I agree: Clemson number one, Oklahoma number two, Georgia three, and Alabama four over Ohio State.
0: I honestly don't think anybody in their right mind, besides Ohio State fans, can say that Ohio State is one of the best four teams in college football. No, Alabama belongs in the top four.
1: Yes, Alabama – see, my argument – we had this conversation earlier in the week. I do believe conference champions do deserve a chance in the top four. I really do. But when you put Alabama and Ohio State head-to-head, Alabama is a much better team.
0: Alabama is a much better team, and sometimes you have to surpass the little conference champion rule. The unspoken rule, that is. Um, I think the the point of the whole college football bracket was to put the four best teams into the playoff, and I think that's what the selection committee did was put the four best teams in the playoffs. And that's I, I hope that's not any bias towards us towards the SEC, but I think Alabama um, is one of the top four teams in the country.
1: I agree. Yeah. All righty. What do you think about Wisconsin? They had the chance. Wisconsin had. I believe that Wisconsin would have won in the Big Ten championship game. They would be in. They would be forward. They would have beat Bama out.
0: They would have beat Bama out, but would you still agree with it?
1: No. No, no. no in the sense that Bama and Wisconsin head to head. Wisconsin's better. No. But Wisconsin would have gone undefeated and won their conference. And I believe they, that deserves a number four spot. It does it does and it doesn't, you know. If if we're just putting the teams
0: that deserve it. Then are we are we are we putting the four best teams in you know because if we're talking about teams that deserve it we might as well throw UCF in there.
1: <laughs> well, see, I don't know. UCF is a good team. Should be interesting in the Peach Bowl when they play Auburn because they just lost. They lost their head coach to Nebraska, so they're going to play without their head coach Scott Frost.
0: Anybody who thinks that's a game is out of their mind.
1: It might be. I don't think so. I'm excited to watch it. I'll, It'll I'll,
0: be fun to watch. I always like to see when the big schools go off against the, the top mid-majors,
1: but I really think that Auburn is going to beat them by convincingly. And plus, Auburn is upset because they could have been in the, in the playoffs. Yep. And lost to Georgia. Yep. Again, same with Auburn. If Auburn would have won, they're, they're in the number three for me. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Because I think Oklahoma is a little bit better than – than Georgia right now at three. O- Oklahoma deserves number two. They did have that bad loss against, I believe, Iowa State.
0: But who doesn't in a football season? Who doesn't have a bad loss? It's a long, grueling season. There's, there's bound mm-hmm. to be one game where you slip up at least one time.
1: UCF twelve and zero. And who did they play though? Twenty Memphis. South South Florida. South Florida went like what nine and two. But nine South Floridas one?
0: aren't aren't Clemson's, Oklahoma's.
1: They're still top tier teams. They're, they're, they're there. South Florida was in the top 25 a couple times, I believe. I, mean, I mean, yeah. Memphis was a top 20 school. Yeah. I believe they're still ranked. Yeah.
0: That's, I, mean, that's
1: a, I mean, schools like
0: Bowling Green State sneak into the top 25. Our beloved Western Kentucky sneaks into the top 25. But that doesn't mean they're a game at Western Kentucky or a game at Memphis is, is a hard game by any means, you know, I mean, in my opinion. I mean, according to
1: their schedule, it's a tough game.
0: To them, it's a tough game. But right. to an Alabama, where Alabama's playing, or we'll even take Clemson. When Clemson's playing good teams, then they, they, they have a week where they play a, what are they, who are those they Syracuse? Yep, Syracuse. Friday a week they, they play Syracuse, it's easy to look over that kind of game when you have a, a big game behind it. So I think that's kind of where your big teams slip up eventually.
1: Yeah, the same with like uh, Auburn and Alabama the week before. I mean, Auburn played, I believe, Louisiana Lafayette, mm-hmm. blew them out. Alabama played Mercer. I mean, that's just a cupcake game before the Big Iron Bowl. Yeah, did you see
0: what Nick Saban had to say about that? Everybody was giving uh, Alabama hell about uh, having Mercer as a game for their strength of schedule, but Nick Saban came out and said, you know what, the only reason we played Mercer is because no one nobody else wanted to play us.
1: Yeah, And I believe
0: that, especially that late in the season. Nobody wants to have a, a game that hard that that late in the season besides a, a cupcake team that maybe wants a couple mil.
1: Yeah, I mean, look look at uh, Miami. They were on their way to being in the top four as well.
0: Should have been there. Should have
1: been there. Lost to Pittsburgh and Mm -hmm. got blown out They were looking ahead
0: to the conference championship, I think.
1: Yep. But then, I mean, I also believe, again, I mean, I'm a big fan of conference champions getting in. If Miami would have beat Clemson, Miami would be in the top four.
0: Yes. To an extent. To an extent, conference champions. We can't get carried away with conference champions because then you have your... Then we make talk that the central Floridas and well okay the, well i mean I mean conference
1: champions as power five
0: but what if what if a team uh dilly dallys is their way through the season and they end up in the conference championship game with three or four losses and they win it then what i was I made this point to you earlier in the week uh, in the s e c Kentucky for the longest time was considered a contender for to be come early in the east, the east yeah yeah coming out of the east um to, and it was until they lost to Georgia that it was official that they weren't going to be there. But what if Kentucky had snuck in and to the SEC
1: championship game in Atlanta and they somehow beat um, Auburn?
0: See, then what? That's,
1: that's the same. You can make that comparison to the Pac-12. The Pac-12 champions, both teams, Stanford and USC, were top 15. But they were way too low in the college rankings to jump to forward. So, so that's what would happen if 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 the Kentucky, for example, with three or four losses, would have won the East, beat let's say Auburn in the conference championship, they would not be in because they're too low in the rankings.
0: So you're saying there's two step there's a two step process to get into your conference championship. One, yes. you got to be a conference championship or a champion. Two, you got to be within the top what
1: nine, ten? What's At your least, cutoff? Ten. Yeah, ten. I say ten because like for example, you like, uh. The ACC, you had one in seven.
0: Yeah. But what about so – so you think Ohio State should be in that that four spot by your rules?
1: By my rules,
0: yes. <laughs> by your rules, by yes. By my rules, yes. Ohio State should be in number four spot. Yes. But, but once again, you know, you're looking for the four best teams in college football. I agree. That's what I'm saying. And Sometimes
1: Al- this, this little theory I have – Doesn't work. Doesn't work. And that's obviously probably what happened in that committee room.
0: Go ahead and go ahead and spit your idea to the people of your 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 sixteen because I I like it I like it honestly I'm gonna be honest okay, I like see, it
1: I say sixteen playoff you have room for all five power five conferences to get in so that way there's no debate whether the Big Twelve should have got or the yeah Big Twelve Big Ten Pac twelve got left out you have your tops top five and you have one at large bid it could for the example this year. It could have been South Florida, or Central Florida, my apologies. could have been Central Florida getting in, or would the committee put Ohio State in at six? I like it, it, because having that
0: at-large bid there for disposal, I think, avoids a lot of controversy, and it helps uh, with six teams for the five, the Power Five, every team, every champion from the Power Five to get in, plus an at-large bid for a team maybe like Alabama that that due to circum- certain circumstances, had to miss their SEC
1: championship game. Yeah, see, in my top – if we would have done, like, the sixteen playoff – It would be, one, Clemson. Yes. Two. Oklahoma. Three. Georgia.
0: Four. Ohio State. Ohio State. Five, yeah. Wisconsin. I put Alabama five. But six is for the at-large bid, right? Yes. Oh, yeah cause Wisconsin, Wisconsin didn't win. Yeah, Wisconsin, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's my fault. That's my fault. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Not so, a big ten, not a big ten guy myself. It's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. not, <laughs> not, not many people are except those people, have, those
0: crazy folks up north.
1: <laughs> but see, you can—I mean, six—you could put Central Florida. But if they would have lost, you put Memphis up. You, does Memphis make the jump from twenty? No, to, no, no. At that point, you're doing a disgrace to the playoff.
0: But uh, you know that—that's I mean, you
1: put like that number six slot or one of those six slots is an at large slash like group of 5.
0: It would be fun to put a mid-major school in there just to just so they honestly so they can shut up about the whole not getting in the top 4, you know, because every year it seems that a mid-major school goes undefeated and they want to be in the top 4. Last year was Western Michigan. They did all right last year. Was in the Sugar Bowl? Sugar Bowl.
1: Yeah, I think so. One of the polls. They did they did a
0: lot better than I thought
1: they would do. But what if it what if a mid-major like a s- Central Florida this year beat a Clemson. Then Because, the, I mean, Clemson lost to Syracuse. Right. And Central... I believe then, Central Florida is better than Syracuse. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree too. A lot better than... But, you know, I think that's where they need to look themselves in the mirror and say, hey... If, if, I think these these schedules that come out every few years of mid-major school will have a schedule that kind of favors their undefeated season, you know? Like a, a week... Big Power 5 game, like, for example, Western Kentucky played Illinois this year. Illinois' bottom tier Big Ten. We could have gone undefeated. Who knows? I mean, so I think that if these teams actually want to be considered and aren't trying to just pad stat sheets with playing these these favorable schedules, they need to schedule some some tough Power 5 games at either at the beginning or the end. Well, I say the end.
1: Well, some teams do. Like, for example, uh, Western – Western Kentucky, they played Alabama last year. Yeah, and but that was towards the beginning of the season. That's still that's still a, a big game though. What do you what would
0: you think if if this that Alabama Mercer game if Central Florida accepted a game with Alabama right there and it was Alabama Central Florida with two games left in the season that would be insane. Alabama would probably beat Central Florida. Can we agree on that?
1: I agree, but I believe I believe but Central it'd be good. Florida, it'd be good. For yeah, it. Central Central Florida will put up a fight. They will not just lay down and let. Alabama roll all over them. You know,
0: I, I think it'd be good for college football for that kind of thing to happen just because it would have been a perfect scenario where if Central Florida happened to beat Alabama in that game, then Central Florida would obviously sneak in with a four spot here.
1: Maybe. That's a little
0: that's pushing it, I think. You think me. even if with a win on Alabama? Yes. With two games left in the season, they're not getting
1: in the top ten? It depends how the rest of the top ten looks like.
0: I mean, we saw Auburn, for example. What did, what is Central Florida rank before? What were they, like a twelve? We'll, we'll assume they're like a 12 or a 13, maybe. Okay, Auburn was 6. They beat Alabama, and they jumped to a 1. So you're telling me that a jump from 12 or 13 to 4 is is too I'm much?
1: Saying, I'm saying it's possible. It just depends what happens in the, the top 10. If everybody in the top 10 wins, because everybody knows in the, the second to last game, most top 10 teams play a cupcake game before the big rivalry game. Right. So if all those top 10 teams win, except for one, they could maybe get they could maybe crack top eight or nine. Maybe. Maybe ten. Maybe. But that's if everybody wins.
0: I think that if a, a Central Florida team comes into Alabama with in their second-to-last game of the season and beats, beats Alabama, I think they deserve a spot in the playoff. That's just me.
1: I believe they, they, they deserve a, a, a chance.
0: Yes. They're getting a chance. They're getting a chance. Believe it, Even if they're not in the playoff, they're getting a chance with playing Auburn here. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Auburn was going to be uh, a college football player. Playoff team. Everybody thought so. I still think they're a really good football team, even though they're not in it. You know, I think they're better than Wisconsin. I think they're better than Ohio State. I think they might even be better than Georgia. They lost to Georgia.
1: They beat Georgia.
0: They beat Georgia. By double digits. Double-digit yeah. win against Georgia. In college football, year. so many things can happen, you know. Um, I, I think that Auburn's a better football team than Georgia. Obviously, this past Saturday, not that Georgia was better that day. But I think Auburn is overall. they uh, they they It's not like their talent levels are so far apart. UCF's going to be tested here against a quote unquote college football playoff team. So
1: yeah, it's just it's going to be tough. Losing their head coach, the players are probably a little upset. But the, the players they want to prove themselves. They they want to prove to the world and everybody in college football that they can play with the big boys. They deserve a shot, and they're going to get their shot.
0: They're going to get it. Do you know where you're first? What's your final score prediction on that game, Ivan?
1: I do have Auburn winning it. I do have Auburn winning it. 31-24. 31-24. 31-24. See,
0: I'm going to go ahead and post a 38-14. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Um, I've watched way too many mid-majors go up against SEC teams. They can put up a fight for one, two, maybe three quarters. But there's no, nothing like the SEC. And I'll even give some kudos to the Big Ten. There's nothing like that SEC Big Ten depth for your men up front. Those people, the grunts that are battling all game. And then all of a sudden, when you're a mid-major, you don't have a guy behind you. And then all of a sudden, a guy from SEC that you've been going against all game, they switch him out with a, a dude even bigger than he is. You know,
1: So <laughs> it just doesn't faster. stop.
0: It doesn't stop if you're, if you're a mid-major playing the SEC.
1: I would be interested to see what the spread is when, whenever those come out.
0: What do you think the spread will be?
1: They're going to favor Auburn, but I, I... The spread will be less than 10. It's less gonna than digits. 10? It's going to be single digits. Wow. I think it'll be like 15 or 20. No. <laughs> no, that's, that's too much disrespect.
0: Speaking of the college football playoff, did you see what Baker Mayfield's up to recently? No. Apparently somebody from Georgia got a hold of Baker Mayfield's phone number.
1: Actually, I did see that. They gave him his phone number. So, uh, so he had yes, to change
0: his phone number.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, and uh, go ahead and pull up Twitter here, Ivan, and uh, look at his cover photo for his Twitter account. It is pretty funny and a very, very subtle jab at Alabama and the selection committee.
1: Really? I
0: saw it today when I was browsing for content. Um, hopefully, ba- I was hoping Baker Mayfield was up to something. Um, bar none, of course he was up to something. <laughs> when is he not?
1: Talking about Baker, do you see he's a finalist for the Heisman? Yeah, he'll, win, he'll
0: win the Heisman.
1: I do too. I do too. You think so? Yeah, I mean. I, he deserves
0: it. I, honestly, everybody knows this about me. I'm, I'm Pat. I, I like the guys that are, are the fans of the um, <laughs> the Allen. Okay. His cover photo for y'all that don't know on Twitter is a picture of the 2018 logo for the college football playoff. And above it, it says the Atlanta football host committee. But a couple days ago, it didn't say the Atlanta football host committee. It said the Alabama football host committee. Wow. I do believe I'm pretty sure I saw that. I could be wrong, but I do believe he changed it recently. Um, he still, he posted – He if, even if he didn't post Alabama, he put Atlanta, and I just read it wrong. Even even him putting up the host committee up there is kind of a, a very subtle jab at Alabama and at the uh, selection committee. I like Baker Mayfield, though. I like the players that show a lot of emotion on the field. We forget that they're they're young. They're young kids, you know. They're
1: only 19, 20,
0: 21? 22, 23, you know. So I think we, we should just let these kids play, especially if you're one of our own Ole Miss fans. We – if any of you all dislike Baker Mayfield in the Old Miss community, you're hypocrites because uh he Marshall Henderson. Baker Mayfield's a Marshall Henderson reborn. Sharks. Yep. Fins up, y'all. Fins up. All right, last thing we're going to talk about before we wrap up, we're going to revisit this Old Miss basketball schedule. Um we got Middle Tennessee coming up next weekend. Is there a spread on that game, Ivan? Let's see. It doesn't look to be. It's at 6 o'clock Eastern time. It's not going to be on TV. I don't think there's a spread up. What's your final prediction on that score?
1: I believe Ole Miss comes out with a W. They will eat a W, in the words of Jameis Winston. And Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco. (laughs) And Joe Flacco. They will. I don't know if I have a score. I'm going to go out and say that
0: it's going to be a 15, 20-point game, Old favoring Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss has kind of got their teeth knocked in twice in a row now. Once by a South Dakota team, second by a Virginia Tech team where they were up by 16 points. So we've lost. We're on a two-game losing streak. They're on a three-game winning streak. Obviously, they haven't really played anybody. Um, they're favored to be in the top in the Conference USA. So it should be a great game coming up. Let's, uh, let's preview their Old Miss's conference schedule real quick. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to assume. Shame on us for assuming, Ivan. We're going to go ahead and say that. But we're going to go ahead and assume that Old Miss comes out with a W at every single game. That is at Middle Tennessee. They come out with a W against Bradley, Illinois State, who beat South Carolina. Okay, so we're going to go down to our conference schedule game. Our first one, South Carolina. Is that a W?
1: I believe it is. We're like going to count. At home. Huh? With it being at home, I believe they they'd come out and get that. They're going to eat it. They're going to eat that W. They're
0: going to eat the W. All right, we're going to go to the second game. We got Georgia. Okay. We went. We beat Georgia. Let's preview Georgia's schedule. What's Georgia been up to this year? They're five and one. Pretty pretty solid. Have they played anybody really? I I, I don't think they have. I don't even think I kind of right. forget about Georgia from time to time. Whoa. Texas A M Corpus Christi 68-65. Ole Miss is seeing them.
1: That they could lost. mean something, huh? That could mean something for the Rebels. There are are no pushovers. I think, yeah, I think There's they no pushover. pushover. I don't know. We'll see. San Diego State
0: they lost to they lost to no they beat St Mary's Saint in overtime and St Mary's was ranked. That's a good win. They beat Marquette. What what's happened to Marquette? Marquette's a good team. They're no good. what. Marquette is nothing to what they used to be. Compared. Oh yeah, no, what they I don't used, think to he used to be. Marquette used to be a powerhouse. Now there's nobody. Keep going down, Georgia. I don't. I'm not impressed with anything Georgia's done. Um, they're yeah. We'll see what they do against Kentucky. They play Kentucky as their first um conference game. So we'll go back to Old Mrs. um schedule here. We're going to go ahead and say we're going to eat the W in South Carolina. We're going to eat the W against Georgia. Is that safe to say? I believe that is safe to say. We're going to eat the W. We're all assuming here Ladies and gentlemen, don't don't get us twisted here because nothing with old Miss Basketball is guaranteed, you all know that. Um next one's Mississippi State. We're gonna assume we're gonna lose that game. All right, so now we're two and one in conference. We're gonna go down to Auburn. We're gonna assume we're gonna lose to Auburn.
1: Yeah. Is, 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 is it a,
0: it's in Auburn. It's, it's Auburn yeah. yeah, we're gonna assume we're gonna lose on that one. And
1: then Florida comes, comes
0: into town. Florida comes into town. I think we're gonna put up a game. I think we're gonna lose though. Yeah. We're now we're two and three. Texas hey, A&M.
1: That's a tough stretch. That yeah. is a
0: tough stretch. Yeah, we're gonna. This we at start Auburn off. with We we need to make sure we beat South Carolina. We need to make sure we beat Georgia. Those are must win games.
1: I mean, Auburn might be a must win depending on how the other games go. We lose a if if we lose the well, South Carolina or the, Georgia.
0: At the point of Mississippi State, Auburn, Florida, Texas A&M, those are all tough games. Those are all toss ups. I think that we can win all those games. I, I really do. I don't think it's likely. I think we have the team to do it. But I'm saying that South Carolina and Georgia is a must-win game. We gotta win that. Oh yeah, for sure. Alright, yeah. after Texas and in, we got Arkansas. Arkansas. Is that that's, that's in Fayetteville, Arkansas. that's in Bud Walton. I think we're gonna take an L in that one too. Alabama. Wow. <laughs> that's gonna be a good game. It's at the pavilion. Yeah, that'll be a good game. I'm gonna assume it's a loss. I'm just gonna I'm just being I'm gonna I'm going side on the side, we're gonna be trash. So I'm not letting down. <laughs> Next we play Texas. I'm gonna assume Ooh, that's in Austin, Texas. That's in Austin. We're going to assume that's an L. How many L's is that in a row? That's legitimately one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven in a row. And
1: then Auburn at home?
0: I'm going to count that as a dub. We saw them earlier in Auburn, Alabama. Then we're going to see them in the pavilion. We're going to get a win
1: there. Old Miss travels to Knoxville. That's a W. Third. That's a W. Really? We're going to that game. We'll, we'll be there. Think, I think Tennessee pulls out the win. I really do. We'll see there. We'll
0: be in our shark gear. We're going to see what happens. Next game, Missouri. Missouri. I think that's a win.
1: LSU, LSU. I think that's a win. Arkansas at
0: home. I think. I think we saw them before, and we're going to win one of the two. I'll say that.
1: Yeah.
0: Mississippi State. I'm going to count that as an L.
1: Yeah, I say we. It's same with Arkansas. We'll win one of the other.
0: Missouri. I think that's a win. I think Tennessee. That's a win again.
1: I I don't know. Kentucky I think and Rupp. And
0: Kentucky at Rupp, I'm going to count that as an L. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Vanderbilt at the game. Pavilion, that's a win. And that's going to wrap that up. All right, let's see what we got here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10 and 9 for our projected, official, unofficial, projected Old Miss conference record. So assuming we win all of our games leading up to conference, what would our record be? Let's see. We're four and three. That'd be five and three, six and three, seven and three, eight and three, nine and three. So we would be nineteen and twelve. That would be one shy of twenty wins, and that would break Andy Kennedy's uh, twenty-win streak that he's got going for a few seasons now. Yeah, more than a few seasons. So we need to make sure that we are winning more games than we've projected. We didn't give the benefit of the doubt to Ole Miss. Hopefully, a game to mark on your calendars, I think Ole Miss might surprise you at Rupp Arena. January for Ole Miss will be a tough month. A tough month. We're playing playing seven reputable teams. A Mississippi State team, an Auburn team that are all good, all one-loss teams. A Florida team who's lost two, but honestly they played in the toughest preseason tournament there was at the PK 80.
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Texas A&M, who's seven in the nation, got the best backcourt in the nation. That'll be that, – and, and it's win. in College Station. Yep. That'll be – if we could pull out a win there, that would be immaculate.
1: Oh, well, yeah, for
0: sure. That would be immaculate. Then we got to go straight to Bud Walton right after that. Arkansas, another solid team in Bud Walton. Bama, I mean,
1: we said earlier – Bama, earlier. college
0: it at, at Bama is just – is solid. They just lost to UCF. They were in the
1: top 25 for a couple weeks.
0: And I do think they're a top 25 team. I really do think they're a top 25 team. Um, I'd have to see more in Texas the year goes on. Don't know much about Texas. It's a little bit too far out west for me. Um, We're going to see just about every team twice except Kentucky and Vanderbilt and and South Carolina and and A&M. Yeah. So we need to make sure the teams we're playing once we get the benefit of the doubt of. I'm okay with splitting with everybody else. How about you? That's probably the best way to go. I'm okay with splitting. Hopefully we get some sweeps, preferably against Missouri. Preferably against Tennessee,
1: Mississippi State. You gotta get that rivalry game in there. Yep,
0: yeah, we play them twice, don't we? Yep,
1: Mississippi we State. We play them
0: twice. We'll play them both places. So, your preseason sweeps of the year—it's well, not preseason anymore. Your pre-conference uh, schedule games of the year. Your sweeps. What do you call your sweeps, sets? You got two. You, you can get up to two. Call two sweeps. Actually, you can call up to three sweeps call for
1: being true. But you can you can call none if you'd like. If I had to pick one sweep, I would have to pick, I say we sweep Arkansas. Arkansas? Yep.
0: Arkansas is oh. one of our five from the beginning of our cast here. I know. We, so you're going to call us getting a dub at, at Bud Walton. Yeah. I'm going to call two sweeps here. I'm going to call the Missouri, and I'm going to call the Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee is a good team. I'm Sorry.
1: <laughs> we
0: talked about this earlier again. Yeah. Th- okay, listen, listen to this. Mississippi State is number 7-0, and, and they're not ranked. Um, middle – or not middle. Oh, I got so hung up, I'm talking about middle there for a little bit. Uh, Tennessee has lost, what, two? One. one. They've lost one to Villanova. By nine. By nine. Okay. We've seen teams lose by less than nine to Villanova. Western Kentucky.
1: Shout-outs. Getting out. votes.
0: Getting votes, <laughs> Getting votes yeah. Two. But – you know, I think that Tennessee is – I don't think Tennessee is a better team than Mississippi State. Or, you know, I don't think Tennessee is a better team than Arkansas. I don't think Tennessee is a better team than Alabama. That's bold. That's well, – Alabama – that's a little bold. Gosh. You, you're forgetting that Tennessee was picked to finish last in the SEC this year. Yes. There's sure. a reason analysts think that.
1: But they're also already
0: ranked. Because they've for- played so well in their first seven games. Are you aware of how long the college basketball season is? Yes. So do you think they can keep up this pace throughout the season with the talent that they have? I think so. They, they will not come. You all, hear, you all heard it here first. Ivan is calling Tennessee your 2018 SEC
1: champions. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go Semifinals? that far. Semifinals? Sem- Ooh, I think quarters be pushing it, honestly. What? Quarters. Quarters is pushing it? I think with a so.
0: top twenty five team in Tennessee? SEC's tough conference this year. Oh my gosh, he's changing his tune. Man. I'm
1: not changing
0: it. Go ahead and say it. Two thousand eighteen SEC championships for Tennessee volunteers.
1: I would love it. they need some championships up in Knoxville. Something besides football. It's a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> that right now.
0: It is a dumpster fire, y'all. They just need to get Phil Fulmer in there.
1: He's the A D. They need to get him as the head coach. I'm telling you, he's gonna come out and be like, "Hey, I'm taking over this program. I, I got this."
0: St- I still think that Shiano's gonna come in and take the job out of nowhere, and everybody's just gonna be happy about it. Yeah. Happy go lucky, act like nothing ever happened.
1: No, there's no way.
0: Before, no, look, we're gonna get something straight, y'all. If y'all are wondering why there seems to be so much like unspoken bias between for, towards the the volunteers from Ivan's side over there, is because he is a recent. Um, um, a recent Old Miss fan, he's become, he's come to love Old Miss for everything they are and everything they aren't. Um, mainly from their entertaining players to their entertaining play. Um, he kind of got tired of being a Tennessee fan. I don't think he's a Fairweather fan, so we're not going to blast him too hard on that. We'll happily take him to our side. But um, there's a lot of things going up in Knoxville right now. <sighs> a lot I, of things. Oh, and one thing that's going to be going is an Old Miss sweep. Hmm. <laughs> you're sleeping on them, you're sleeping on Tennessee I'm sleeping on them, but I really think they're going to finish in the in the lower lower four
1: No, not lower four
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what, if
1: Ole Miss doesn't figure things out, they'll be right there with them That's true I think Ole Miss got picked 12 Uh-huh 12? Ole Miss got picked 12 I think Tennessee was at 13 They were right there, if, I, if I'm correct Man, that's tough That's tough Both teams got to step it up
0: Both teams, Ole Miss, I think we're going to learn all we need to know about this Ole Miss basketball team come December 9th at Middle Tennessee. We've mentioned it three or four times. This is kind of the make-or-break point of our season, honestly. Um, I'm not going to go as far as to say if we lose Saturday, the season's over, but there's not a lot of hype around Ole Miss basketball, you know, and I think that if they lose this game at Middle Tennessee, any hype that we had left will be gone. So, I think it's important to win. Yeah, as like you said, you mentioned before, it's a must win. It is a, it's more than a must win. It's a have. We've got to have it. <laughs> the season's over.
1: I would have been okay <laughs> if, if we would have beaten South Dakota State.
0: I would have been okay with losing the middle game if we won the Virginia Tech game. Yeah. One Correct. of those was a must win, but Correct. losing the South Dakota State, the Virginia Tech game became a must win. The middle game became a must win. We lost the Virginia Tech game, so now the middle game is a we've got to have it or we're screwed. I agree. We are screwed. And the team has lost two in a row. They've lost two close ones. I think um, Andy Kennedy hopefully has lit a fire under these boys, and hopefully um, they come out at middle and beat the brakes off of them. I'm hopeful and thinking that that's what's going to happen. I really think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to come out that hot, hot. Yeah, you I think they're going to come out hot. I don't think they're going to slow down. I think they're going to put the pedal to the metal. I think they're going to be middle by 20 points. So they have to against a good
1: middle team. they, ha- they I feel like
0: a 20 point win against middle would be almost a, it would bring hype back. That would be a
1: early statement win.
0: Early, early. It wouldn't be a signature win. No, no, no. We can't call a mid-major signature win. But here at Ole Miss, we might as well call a mid-major a signature. I mean, win.
1: if Middle Tennessee goes on to win Commerce USA, that will be that will be a good
0: win. And also, we got to have Texas at Texas would be good. We got to have um, if we, and at Florida would be good. Do we
1: play at Florida? No, it's it's at the Pavilion.
0: Well, that would still be a statement win. And at Rupp Arena would be huge. I can't think of the last time Ole Miss won at Rub. Can't think of it. Couldn't yes. even think of it. A sweep, a, a, a win against Alabama would be good. I think the if you could have three wins off the schedule right now that we got to have here moving forward as three signature wins, where are you calling them? Whew. For me, I'm going to go, one, Middle Tennessee. Got to have that Middle Tennessee game. Two, I'm going to say we got to have, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll take the Texas A&M game at Texas A&M. That'll be a huge game. If we can win that game at Texas A&M and College Station, that'll be huge. And for the third one here, having beaten UK at Rupp, I think if we can beat middle, we can beat Texas A&M at Texas A&M, and we can beat Kentucky at Rupp, that would bring some hype back to our program, put some more fans in the seats of the Pavilion, and hopefully give us a push towards a conference tournament play.
1: I agree. Hopefully get a win. My three, my three big wins that Ole Miss needs to have. Is at Middle Tennessee this Saturday. Yep. Florida at home. That would be a big win at home. Hoping to see a lot of uh, students and fans at the game. At which game? The Florida.
0: Florida game. Yeah, hopefully they pack it out. They've been kind of weak recently. They have. No one... ah, that, That bothers me.
1: They haven't really played any big team other than Virginia Tech. I mean, yes, South Dakota State's okay, but on Tuesday night, people are probably... Out and about, so I say again, old Middle Tennessee against Florida at home, and I do I do believe if Tennessee's as good as they are now, a a good win, a solid statement win in the SEC would be in Knoxville.
0: In Knoxville would if, if Tennessee was still ranked.
1: Yes, I'm saying if Tennessee keeps the same track they're on right now. Yep. that would be a solid win. A solid win. There's 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 I'd say there's five or six opportunities
0: for us to have signature wins here on the schedule still left. I would have really liked to have the Virginia Tech one back. i yeah. I'd really like to have the South Dakota State one back. I, I want that one more than uh, the Virginia, Virginia Tech. Yeah, that's South Dakota State when we had it. We literally came back, won the game, and then lost it again. We're,
1: keep in mind we were down by twenty. Twenty six. Twenty six at one 26. point. Twenty six. Twenty six at one point. Yep. Which I that I don't that just that's bizarre to me, be down twenty six.
0: To at home. Yeah, At home. To a team from one of the Dakotas.
1: (laughs) I mean, come on. But they scratched back and won. Or, I mean, not they won. They tied it, sent it to overtime. They did everything but win that
0: game. They won it, literally. They, They were up by four with like a minute and a half left. It looked great. Terrence Davis found out. Bruce Stevens came in. Somehow, on the very last shot of the game, it ended up in Bruce Stevens' hand. And I don't know how that happened, but it seems to always happen that way, where it always ends up in Bruce Stevens' hand. No disrespect to Bruce Stevens, but he is just not my guy. I would like taking that shot at the end. You know? So, with that being said, we're going to wrap things up here at the PI Podcast. Um, Ivan, for your SEC Championship to wrap everything up, who do you got as SEC Championship this year for 2018? Basketball.
1: Mm, basketball. Yep. I believe. I'm going to go out on a slight limb. In the championship, I'm going to call a championship game as well. Okay, championship game. I'll, hmm. I have Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky gets Kentucky plays for a championship. Okay. Against an A and believe A and M, and I have A and M winning. Championship game will be Kentucky versus Texas A and M.
0: With A and M win.
1: With A and M winning. Correct.
0: Okay. Here's mine. I got Florida in the championship. I got Ole Miss beating Texas A&M to go to the championship. And then Ole Miss beating Florida to win the SC championship and punch the ticket to the Big Dance. Bold. 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 But wishful. I'm going to ride with my guys. Fins up. Fins up. <laughs> Thank you all again for joining us. Join us next week on the PI Podcast. Thank you all very much.